Welcome back to Stay in Your Lane. I'm your host, John Maley, brought to you by Triple T Transport. Uh, got uh, our insurance ladies back again. Uh, enjoyed you very much on the first one. Uh, oh, Want to continue and piggyback off of where we left off. You guys are a real provider for us, and you understand the industry that is very niche-oriented. Uh, contingent cargo insurance, there aren't a lot of people providing the, the level of coverage that we're looking for and that our providers that are going to bring the value that we're looking for also. So uh, kudos to you for, for being what we're looking for on a regular Aww. basis. We appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. Absolutely. My, my questions for you are, what changes have you seen, uh, Jody, pre-COVID, through COVID to, to now? What would you say is the change that you're seeing in the industry that is most noticeable? Um, most noticeable for me has been the uptick in contingent auto claims or auto liability claims. Um, we are seeing many, many more freight brokers being named in lawsuits where they hire the motor carrier, the motor carrier is involved in an accident and someone is either terribly injured or uh, the result is a death. Um, I would say since post COVID, myself, my, per, my personal customers, I probably have five right now that are named in a lawsuit. Well, thank goodness we're not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Let's well, we want to keep it that way. Well, doing, I think, you know, we vet our, our carriers at a high level. Right which I think is the first step. Uh, we all know accidents are gonna happen. Yeah. To have a, uh, it become the norm, uh, it sounds like, for the, for the brokers to be brought in from a legal perspective and named, that tells me that uh, there's probably a revenue search mm -hmm. that's going on. Well, absolutely, and I think too, you know, as, as your business grows, you become a target, you know, you're a deep yeah. pocket because people are looking at this as an insurance policy, hopefully is behind you and will hopefully, you know, pay out. But, you know, I want to say, you know, you had mentioned your betting process. And I think that that is, you know, the first step at hopefully avoiding, um, you know, the lawsuit going anywhere um, is having a consistent vetting process for your carriers and and that's a great first protection and then of course the second thing would be you know to make sure you've got a really good contingent auto liability policy that's going to provide good legal defense for you and um, because the goal is you know to get the case dismissed against you and really put some separation between you and that motor carrier well i it's always a difficult scenario when you're in Absolutely. the middle yeah, we're in the middle, right? Yeah, we want to bring to all of our clientele and we do an added layer of reliability that if there is an issue that that not only have they chosen the right provider in triple T mm -hmm. to, to do business with that we have our ducks in a row from a contingent perspective. If that happens, I think at any in any scenario, accidents are going to happen. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have them. Accidents are going to happen. You know, 
like Lisa said, to have those consistent vetting procedures in place is your first layer of protection. And then your second layer is to have a policy that you know will respond when you need it to respond and in the way you need it to respond, like in defense. Right. right. And then I think on the contingent cargo side, you know, it's the same thing. You know, the hope is that the carrier's motor truck cargo policy is going to respond. Okay. But First. there's no way for you to know. I mean, you may get a certificate from them showing that the carrier's got a $100,000 limit, but there is no way for any broker to take the time to read every single insurance policy that you're you know your pool of carriers um, has um, they've got exclusions commodity exclusions sub limits warranties in there that you know may end up in a denied claim your customer is is going to be looking to you to to pay for that loss so right well cheap insurance we can't afford we just can't afford cheap insurance that's what it comes down to well that's very uh, well said yes you know if you if you need it, something's unfortunate happen, has happened, and you're going to need it for a reason. So, um, from from a vetting process, uh, you know, we're bringing that layer of liability protection to our shippers, okay? Mm -hmm. Because they'll get named in it also. They they could get named. We have seen that where, like, especially on the third party liability claims. So that's going to be third party property damage. You know. Uh, a trucker hits an overpass and there's damage to, you know, a bridge or the bodily injury and death claims that that Jody was speaking about. We have seen those claims go all the way back to the shipper. Um, and sometimes they do. Um, and again, they're sometimes it's they're just looking for a deep pocket um, and it's just throwing stuff at the wall to see what's going to stick. What sticks? Yeah. We know that when things slow down a little bit from an economy perspective and a volume perspective, as we you know are navigating into the the full, I would say the bottom of the recession that we all knew was coming since COVID, are you seeing an increase in claims since then, percentage-wise, or are you seeing something different? No, I would. I mean, I would say there is an increase especially in theft claims um we i've been getting a lot of calls from freight brokers you know trying to get some advice on mitigating claims um it's it's yeah it's definitely there's an uptick all around cargo claims contingent auto claims i would agree dishonest acts of the carrier, you know, where the, the, the carrier um, or one of their employees or the driver is is sort of complicit in, you know, organizing the theft. Um, and that, you know, that's a coverage that all freight brokers should make sure that they have in their contingent cargo policy, uh, traditionally dishonest acts of the carrier that then lead to a loss to cargo are excluded. The thought being that you know, if you're hiring this carrier, you should be hiring someone that, you know, doesn't have employees or drivers that are going to be, you know, prone to stealing the load. Um, but I mean, it happens and, you know, the fictitious pickups, et cetera. Um, so we, we do see, we are seeing sort of an uptick there as well. Yeah. Wow. 
you know, you're, you're getting into areas that I don't, I'm fortunate. Um, we haven't, I have not had shipments stolen and we do thousands and thousands and thousands. I personally have not dealt with a, sh a shipment being stolen. Um, That's good to hear. But I think that, you know, that speaks to, you know, the way that you um, vet your carriers and just, you know, your business model of, of, you know, keeping the circle tight. Well, I think you have to. I think that, you know, the 80-20 rule of business applies to our model as 80% of our freights probably hauled by the top 20% of our carrier base. Mm -hmm. As things kind of slow down, shippers per se and, and people all, from all sides of our business have more time to look back at, at, at what's going on. Where I think throughout the COVID years, you know, the false kind of economy, mm -hmm. uh, everyone was doing all they could just to, just to get stuff in and out of doors. Right. Now they've got time to actually do the inspection part of it a little closer. Right. So. Well, we hope that, that we hope that's happening. Because that'll, that'll bode well for all of us, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we're the end user, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We were seeing a lot of extraordinary shipper requirements uh, as far as insurance coverages go. Uh, really high limits um, that they were expecting our freight brokers to carry, um, which, you know, in turn costs our freight brokers a lot of money you know, to try and provide or to try and have and keep in place these really high insurance limits. You know, typically um, our freight brokers have $100,000 in contingent motor truck cargo, a million dollars in contingent auto liability. We were seeing contracts where shippers were asking for 5 million in contingent auto, 10 million in contingent auto, Right. Um, the contingent motor truck cargo limits were in excess of 250,000. So that's a, I'm sorry to have kind of go back to the beginning of the conversation, but that was something else we were really seeing a lot of as well. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we're seeing that all over the country and it's been a real problem because yeah. those limits, I mean, like we said before, there are a limited number of insurance markets that have good programs for your particular industry. And there's just not a lot of capacity out there to provide those type of limits. It can happen. But, you know, again, I think this goes back to being able to, to walk away from that because it is very cost, you know, prohibitive to carry limits like that, especially if it's just being driven by one particular contract. Um, but again, you know, working with an insurance agent that knows, I mean, we have a database of contracts that we see over and over again. And sometimes the shippers aren't willing, you know, to negotiate at all. But sometimes, you know, if we can get in there and talk to the shipper on the freight broker's behalf and say, you know, this is what we're seeing. This isn't, you know, possible to, you know, get these limits and really kind of talk, what, what is your concern, especially when the limits on the cargo side are so high when the load value, you know, it makes no sense that, you know, that limit would be needed. So very frustrating, I know, for the freight brokers. I, yes. I, I mean, I think that the, the industry's been at 100,000 for quite a while now. Yeah. Uh, when we look at inflation, 
a lot of shipments that weren't near a hundred thousand are now are now at a hundred thousand or more. Yeah, which is different. You know, I mean, and who saw that coming that fast? Well, true, and especially in the reefer space too. But I will say, you know, the school of thought I think with some people is, well, maybe I carry the higher limit and I can attract more business. But, you know, it's a double-edged sword because once you have the limit, you, you can also be a target. So it's yeah. this delicate balance that I think, again, now that hopefully life is going back to a little bit more normal, yes. that those thoughtful conversations can happen, right. you know, between the freight broker, you know, their eager, eager salespeople, and then the insurance agent to figure out, you know, what's, what's the best limit for our organization? What's going to serve us well? to promote new sales, you know, to retain customers that we want, but to also keep in mind, you know, we want to protect our organization as well. Just yeah. like Avalon, most value. Most oh. value. Most value. <laughs> there it is. It's how we operate. I think it's who we are as people. Yeah. I think we feel yes. that, that we need to bring value to everybody that we work with. That's Absolutely. You and, you know, I, I know, I say this to, you know, our salespeople and our sales managers out there, you know, are constantly saying that it's okay to say, you know what, I don't think Avalon's going to be a fit for you. We want to make sure it works both ways. Otherwise, our, our client's not happy and we don't feel and or we may not feel like we're providing value. Yeah, well, I think I think that's part of it. I think you have to know when when to say, you know what, this isn't a fit. Yeah, it's not a fit. Oh, absolutely. It's not a fit, yeah. but you guys are definitely a great fit. I appreciate you very much. Well, and we think you are too. So we appreciate yeah. your business. Uh, we'd love to love to leave the door open for another episode in the future as we get Absolutely. Uh, we would love stabilize. to come and talk more insurance. Isn't it riveting? <laughs> it's riveting. It's riveting. Yeah. It's riveting. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Thanks for being on. Thank appreciate you for having time. us, John. We yeah. appreciate it. Very, yes. very much. You guys take care and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. you do the same. Thank you. Bye-bye.